longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Your future depends on your dreams, so go to sleep. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself, where our program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and today the theme for our show is the gift of sleep. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We are excited to announce that Be The Star You Are has just been honored as a top nonprofit for the seventh consecutive year. Congratulations to all of the volunteers and supporters because you are responsible for making BTSYA first class. It's all about the gift of sleep today, and in our second and third segment, we have an awesome guest, a star from the TV series The Walking Dead. But right now, and first up, we have our Hope Heals reporter, Zara Hassanane. Hello, Zara. All right. right. Hey, Zara. So in um, coordination with our theme, um, sleeping, uh, Zara has written up a Hope Heals, and we'll talk about how Hope Heals uh, relates to sleeping. So, Zara, how can sleeping help with day-to-day activities? Um, Well, just kind of in terms of high school and just school in general, um, they actually did a study where um, basically they took two groups of people. One of the groups of people only slept for five to six hours, which I think is, or yeah, five or six hours, which I think is pretty normal for like high school students as well. Most of the people that I've talked to sleep for like about six, maybe six to seven hours, but around there. Um, And then the second group of people they had um, slept for eight to nine hours. And so they both gave. Um, I wish they I both got right. Yeah, so I know that a lot wouldn't of make that much of a difference, but it yeah, actually. I <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I yeah, I bet we all wish that we could get that much sleep, but you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the people that got eight or nine hours of sleep did twenty five percent better on the test, and I think that's just like huge because that's like the difference between like getting a seventy five percent and a hundred percent. That's like a C mm-hmm. to an A. So I think that's yeah. like huge. Um, and then in addition to that, um, just in general, it's like known that sleep helps to develop, develop your memory. And a lot of times you hear teachers kind of saying like, oh, you know, you have to memorize this stuff and then you can go more in depth. Well, it's kind of the way our mind works too. So first you develop your memory and then, um, other cognitive functions kind of fall into place, like, such as like decision, decision making. Um, so once you sleep and you have a lot of sleep in your system, um, that improves your memory and therefore it's um, kind of helps you develop all your other functions as well. Um, and then just in general, in the long term, and just like as a kind of health reminder, it prevents heart disease like a lot. So it's like, you know, it's one of those like simple natural things, or sometimes it's not so simple to get more sleep, but it's one of those simpler things that you can do to just to live a healthier lifestyle. 
Yeah, I think it does help a lot of um, stuff like that, especially when you're in school, you know, especially when you have finals, you know, when we're studying for all these tests, you know, some people pull all-nighters. I remember in my uh, my last uh, semester of college, we had a math final that I was just freaking out over and I actually pulled an all-nighter and I got no sleep last night, that oh, night, and um, it, it Surprisingly, it helped. You know, I, I remembered all the things that I studied, and it it helped me uh, do better on it. But I'm pretty sure sleep would have helped a lot more than studying all night. But do you think sleeping can help with uh, personal problems as well? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, in fact, one of the most um, famous Austrian psychotherapists, Alfred Adler, said that dreams kind of prepare you for solving problems in a different way than you usually would. Like, since mm-hmm. it's kind of like your subconscious, it's like, it gives you solutions that you, you usually wouldn't think of with your rational mind. So I thought that was interesting just because, you know, we do kind of tend to rely on rationality a lot. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's kind of good to have that other level of decision making. Um, and also, I just think it's a really de-stressing thing like, I know that a lot of my stress and a lot of my, the reason that I'm tired and stressed in school is because I don't sleep enough. And I think that, honestly, like, you know, once you're stressed out, once you're tired, that just means that you're a little grumpier, you're less hopeful. Yeah. And that just kind of, uh, you, that kind of just, like, increases your problems a lot. So I think it's just, you know, simply that way, um, a really big uh, mm-hmm. benefit of sleep. Um, yeah. And also, I just think, you know, I think of, like, I look forward every day to, like, going to sleep, like, at night, which is, you know, <laughs> kind of sad, but, like, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, every, I don't, I've never met anyone that doesn't like sleeping, um, yeah. and I think it's part of the reason is because it's just, like, an escape from your day, like, there is that escapism aspect where you just get to, you know, not think about anything for, like, God knows how many hours, like, what, <laughs> five to nine hours, depending on how much you sleep, but, um, and that way I really like sleep just because, you know, um, you might think it's kind of just like, oh, you're being lazy if you're trying to just escape life. But, you know, sometimes you need time to just kind of sit in bed and reflect on life and then just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, people always say, like, um, like sleep on it and stuff. And I think that's definitely, like, important, you know, to sleep on it. Um, and just, yeah, it's a good time to contemplate everything. Yeah. Like, nowadays, it's hard to get that time for ourselves where we could just sit in bed and and contemplate everything that's going on and really think about it because we're always go, 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 and it's it's hard to find that time. Yeah, like, uh, the other day I, I was lying kind of just trying to find, like, a peace of mind, and then my mom comes in, and she's like, why aren't you working, you know? I feel like our society, <laughs> yeah, our society nowadays, like, puts so much emphasis on kind of getting ahead and staying up and not sleeping mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, like, push your studies and everything that, really we don't put enough value on sleep so speaking of which what are some pros and cons of sleeping rather than staying up and cramming for like a test or for school yeah well like I kind of said before like Mm -hmm. people always say sleep on it and I think that's actually so important because like yeah you can study you can study this for hours and hours at a time but it's not really like um guaranteed that you're gonna remember all that information but if you kind of like sleep early and you let all that information marinate in your head the next day I mean I've done that before and I find that the next day when I'm taking my test I'm just more it's not even necessarily that I have more information in my mind it's just that I'm more lively so I can if I need to recall some information that I don't then it's way easier to do that too and it's just way easier to kind of use your mind which I think is just as important as knowing the information um 
as well. So yeah. Um, and then also just the whole aspect of, you know, not being tired at school. I think that's a huge thing. Um, because like, you know, of that study I, um, mentioned before about doing 25% better on tests. That's just like a huge difference. And it's just a couple more hours, not of studying that you can, I mean, you can obviously study and like, you know, um, kind of like study in increments, but then like if you sleep, that also just makes a huge difference. Um, also, I don't know. I definitely, um, know a lot of people that fall asleep in class. Sometimes I do that too. Um, but like, um, it's actually, and I just think it's, like, a really common thing to do as well. Like, I know, so I look around, and I always see people sleeping in class, and that's just an easy fix to that. It's just, you know, either taking a nap or just sleeping for longer. Um, so, you know, and just make sure you don't fall asleep during a test. I mean, like, <laughs> you know. Um, and then also, I think sometimes when I'm taking a test, and I'll, like, be kind of tired, and I won't know exactly what I'm doing. I'll just kind of think to myself, oh, I didn't sleep enough. That's why I'm going to get a bad grade on this test. But if you slept enough, then when you're taking the test, you can't really use that as an excuse for, like, yeah. what you did wrong, you know. So um, I think in that way, it also gives you more hope in the fact that, oh, you know, you can succeed. You can do well with this test. And you can, um, you know, it's you can't just, like, use outside um, – like stuff that happened to you outside of class and outside of studying for the class um, as excuses. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, sometimes I do think that cramming, like you said, Asia, like, um, you know, you cram for that test. Pulling an all-nighter. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that does work, especially if it's something that um, really, it's something that you don't really need to, ha- you don't have to know that much, like, in depth, but you just have to, like, yeah. um no, like a little bit and you can like think it. Yeah, exactly. And you can like think the rest of it through. Um, like I think of that with like English tests or something, or it's just like, sometimes you just need to memorize like a little detail yeah. in there and it will kind of help if you take a couple hours more, or a couple minutes, um, more even just to remember that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, after doing that, if you're going to pull an all night, all nighter, at least get like an hour or two of sleep. If you can, which is what I did. And it helped a lot. But thank you so much, Zara, for all this awesome information on this segment of Hope Heals. It's always so much fun having you on the show. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our new uh, radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with one of the stars of The Walking Dead, as well as a burgeoning mu- musician with a new album uh, called Hip Hop Chrissy on the topic of sleep. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Brigitte Gia. In this segment, we'll be continuing our theme of sleep. We have such an awesome guest that Asia and I are excited to have on the show, Irene Singleton. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, Irene Singleton is best known to audience as, as the medicine kingpin Alton in The Blind Side. He is also known as the compassionate tough guy, T-Dog, in Golden Globe-nominated TV show, The Walking Dead. Singleton's story embodies everything that we have come to understand about the lives of many inner-city youth growing up in low-income household housing projects. Fatherless and having lost his mother to HIV AIDS when he was a senior in high school and watched his brother spend most of his life in Georgia's prison system, Irony fought to have a life far different from the one he knew growing up. The irony of his story is that while the odds were stacked against him, Irony Singleton still overcame his troubled childhood to attend the University of Georgia on academic and football scholarships where he completed a double major in theater and speech communications. Irony, that is absolutely inspiring. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, uh, ladies. That was that was quite an introduction. I really appreciate it. Glad to be on. Yeah, we're happy to have you on the show. So <laughs> we're both curious. Where did the name Irony come from? Irony. Um, it's spelled a bit differently from uh, yeah. the irony that we used to sing. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the usual irony is spelled I-R-O-N-Y. And yeah. we understand that to mean that which is not expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a little twist on it and I spell it up, capital I, my name, capital I-R-O-N, uh, capital E. And the yeah. E stands for an eagle in flight with an unbroken spirit. Amongst other things, depending on my mood at the time, it could be energetic, <laughs> it could be enigmatic, mm-hmm. it could be in entertaining, so whatever yeah. you want to call it. But... I came up with the name just before I moved to Los Angeles back in mm-hmm. 2001. Yeah. And so I needed something to serve as an icebreaker. And again, mm-hmm. with irony, meaning that which is not expected, mm-hmm. um, like you just read my bio. I mean, you just you just mm-hmm. uh, gave my bio. Um you know, a lot of people, statistics said that I would not make it given my background coming from the projects, having run the streets, having you yeah. know, carried a gun, sold drugs and all of that stuff. You should never do young people <laughs> ever. But Don't do this at home. <laughs> exactly. So I had become a product of my environment. That was something that I had become accustomed to seeing and had yeah. become accustomed to doing. So I defied all the odds and ended up uh, getting out of those circumstances and becoming um, an acclaimed act on the yeah. small and big screen. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so cool. And I, I always find it so awesome how people don't let their past pertain to their future, how they always just, you know, push that to the side. Let's focus on what's next. Nope. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's okay. Oh. 
Yeah, and like I feel like the name just really embodies, you know, your character mm-hmm. and how you were able to get out of the projects and um, create a successful career for yourself. So um, you majored in theater, uh, of course. We went over your bio at the University of Georgia. Uh, how did you get an amazing opportunity to become part of the cast in The Walking Dead? Go dogs! <laughs> I, had to, I had to get that in first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as, as a theater major at Georgia, um, that was where I got my formal training. So, but a lot of my, my informal training came from just living life um, and um, experiencing life to the fullest. Once I graduated from the University of Georgia, I did several um, community theater plays, lots of community theater. I did lots of low-budget movies, uh, low-to-no-budget movies, actually. And after about 10 years of being a struggling, starving artist, um, whatever you want to call it, I ended up getting an, uh, an audition for the movie The Blind Side with the one and only Sandra Bullock. Yeah, which is great. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So that opened the door for me. So that was the opportunity I needed to show Hollywood that I existed. And when they knew I existed because they got nominated for an Oscar and they showed the clip with me and Sandra Bullock opposite one another Mm -hmm. um, as as the clip that would, um, I guess, serve as her, that would get her nominated for an Oscar and win the Oscar. So that's the one they used that got her the win for the Oscar. And then right after that, the door opened and all sorts of other projects came. And that's the reason why The Walking Dead came along because of the blind side. Yeah. How was it working alongside Sandra Bullock? You know, her character had a very in-your-face personality. How was that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, she played the real-life character of Leanne Tui, who is Mm -hmm. a a wonderful person also. Um, it was it was tough because my character had to say a, a bad word in there, and it was the B word, and uh, I was like, "Mr. Sandra Bullock." We shot that scene. Do you remember that part sitting when I was sitting on the porch? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to do yeah. it. I had to do it like twenty, <laughs> like thirty times, fifty times. Oh, oh man. Yeah, the director, John Lee Hancock, who did a phenomenal job with the movie, he came to me and he said, let's do it again. Let's try it this way. Try it that way. I said, there's only so many ways you can say that word. But Yeah, but I guess on the 50th take, I finally gave him what he was looking for. At that point, everybody's just rooting for you. Come on, Irony, come on. Right, right. Sen was my, my, my biggest cheerleader because... She oh. came, yeah, she came over to me and she said, Irony, just, she said, I understand it. You know, it could be uh, difficult for you, but um, it's, it's acting. And of yeah. course, I don't take offense to it. And, yeah. you know, you're just doing your job. So just let's get it in there. Let's get that <laughs> word out. So she, she encouraged me a lot. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Thank oh, my you. gosh. I, I actually, I loved the movie and I did read the book. <laughs> And you know, I thought it was the story itself. I feel like is kind of similar to your story, right? You've got Michael Ower, and you know he's in this tough situation where you know he has like a rocky home life, and he's able to get so far. So, 
could you relate to uh, like a character in the storyline? Maybe Michael Ower. Do you think you have like a connection with the character because uh, you guys are so similar in terms of how you were able to get out of the rough circumstances that you were in? Definitely, definitely, mm-hmm. with without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, and that was the the ironic part about that whole thing because. Given my experiences, it seemed like it had all come full circle. Mm-hmm. And the message for me was that um, God gave me a message. It said that everything happens for a reason. So yeah. at that time, young ladies, um, God told me that everything that you've been through in your life and everything I've allowed you to go through was for this moment. If I had not had those experiences that I had in the projects, I would not have been able to play the role um, as well as I did play, or I would not have been prepared Mm -hmm. for that role like I was when the opportunity came. So I could definitely relate to the circumstances of uh, not just my character, but Michael Orr's as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's insane how, you know, you're in those kind of circumstances thinking, oh my gosh, this is, this just sucks. And then, you know, you come out of it and you realize like, maybe this happened for a better purpose, you know, it sets me up for something better. So tell us about your driven mindset on creating a better future for yourself, despite your difficult past. Yeah, and and um, and I think I found myself saying that a lot as a child, this just sucks. Yeah. You know, maybe um, to paraphrase a bit, but in so many, um, so many words, that's basically that. That was my mindset because looking around me, I, I saw a lot of, uh, of violence. Um, you know, I saw a lot of drug dealing and saw um, a lot of misery and pain. Yeah. But also at the same time, I had this drive, and I think that it motivated me beyond measure. I had this desire to to change. Uh, my circumstance to to change the and to get out of the environment that I was in. So it actually motivated me. A lot of people say, how were you motivated when you were coming from that? I used everything I could, Asian Brigitte, I used everything I could to 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 inspire me. So the stuff, a lot of the stuff that I saw, I said, I don't want to have a part of my life. And that just drove me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But even though now I want to say that I still had um, mm-hmm. positivity that was instilled in me, too, by my grandmother, by yeah. my uncle, my my aunts and uncles and every now and then. But I got a lot of negativity, too. So I just got I got it wherever I could. I used it mm-hmm. as fuel to to, mm-hmm. to push me. Yeah, you I know, love that. It's crazy. So you know, even though we mm-hmm. have the the negativity in our lives there there's always some sort of positivity you know it's there always has to be a balance with that mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that that's what i refer to my one-man show i have a one-man show called blindsided by the walking dead yeah yeah. And i talk about the the uh dualism of nature you know we how how can we understand what um bad is if we don't understand good or peace without war that's the dualistic exactly. structure of nature. So I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. That's a good point. Definitely. There's a balance. And there. like, you know, I love that you, you talked about like your support system as well. Like how you had your relatives, you know, pushing you on and like, you know, inspiring you as well. So um, I know a lot of teens are like have trouble finding themselves and 
a lot of teens are also in a tough situation like you were. Do you have any advice for these teens who might be struggling to achieve the dreams that they, you know, have in their minds? Well, first of all, I want to just say I want to tell the teens to know that they were created for a purpose, for a reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is to make the world a better place. Otherwise, um, the you know, you guys would not have been created. None of us. We're all individuals for a reason there. Exactly. There are seven billion plus pe people on planet Earth and not one of us is the same as the other. Mm -hmm. So that alone should let everyone know that they were created for a purpose. So mm -hmm. I want to say that first of all, young teens or teenagers. Mm -hmm. And number two. Um, find something to keep you occupied when you're going through it. You feel like I can't get through this day or I'm angry or I'm upset. Um, the thing I used, my outlet was football. Mm -hmm. I had a oh. sport. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it could be it could be football, basketball, baseball. It could be an organization. It could be the band. You could play, you know, be a part of the band. You can be a part of the future business leaders of a, of wherever you're from. You can be a part of some type of organization. So you need an outlet. And I also I did lots of push ups and sit ups. I worked out there in the streets and and allowing that negative energy to get the best of me and hurting somebody out there. I decided to work out. I ran. Um, yeah. And I and I did lots of push-ups, and I, I was on the swim team. I was on the swim team. I was on the basketball team. I was That's on the awesome. baseball team. So find a way to be active. Yeah, yeah. Do something like that. Yeah, I heard that. You know, especially like here's a, here's some statistics or whatever that you know when you work out, you have these endorphins going through your brain, so that kind of like gives you a better feeling about yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty that's a great way to get rid of all that. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah, you feel good after you feel good after good workout, don't you? And during the workout, you're like, oh my gosh, and then right. after you're good. <laughs> right. And I found the toughest thing is actually getting started, though. It's like, oh it my is. god, I gotta get going. Once you get started, then it's it's easy to get through, it. and you get through it. Like you said, you're like, yes, I did it. <laughs> yeah, especially in the summer. Workout. You know, I'm telling right. myself, oh, you know, I got to work out. I got to get healthy. <laughs> I got to do all this stuff. And, you know, I just can't get my mindset to be like, okay, you're going to go on a run today. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I can't do this. Because <laughs> it's great for health. Although it is. As a teenager, you're in a great position, though, because you have high metabolism. My metabolism now at 41 is nothing <laughs> like it was when I was your age. So you're in a blessed position, but you still, you want to be healthy also. Yeah. So working out is yeah. good for that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Arnie. It was so awesome to have you on this segment. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. But if you guys want to check out his social media accounts, you can visit his Instagram at Iron E, that's I-R-O-N, capital E, dot Singleton. And check him out on Facebook at Iron E Singleton and number one, so if you guys want to check them out on those, be sure to visit those pages. And don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with them in the next segment, too. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> For more amazing segments with uh, inspiring people like Irony, uh, support our show and give a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestaryouare.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestaryouare.org. Also, remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from break, we will, we'll, we will be back with Iron E. So don't go anywhere.
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of sleep. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today we are, we are joined uh, again with our star uh, interviewee, Iron E. Singleton. Despite his difficult childhood, Iron E. has decided to push past the negativity and create a better foundation for himself and showing others that anyone can push past a hard time. Irony played the kind-hearted but tough T-Dog in Walking Dead and the fearsome Kingpin Alton in The Blind Side. He also appears alongside Ice Cube and Bow Wow in Lottery Ticket. He worked with Nicolas Cage and Guy Pearce in Seeking Justice. And last month, he released his album, Hip Hop Chrissy, that you can check out on iTunes. Welcome back, Irony. Thank you for having me back, Asia and Brigitte. Hey, hey. Glad to be back. <laughs> that was a good like intro. Wow. I don't think we've had an intro yet. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh today we're going to be listening with irony to his uh track titled Little Buddy. <laughs> and here it is. Oh, there they go. 
claim I clicked your hood and renovate I wore my soul, it's all the same Honey's on the block just to taste the game When I work for God, I don't chase the fame Same, home to a dude that's from a pie I got the Holy Ghost Damn, I'm fast, stop dropping rock Do the jangle 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 That was an awesome song. I think we really need to check out just the rest of the album. Just mm-hmm. the <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know something, um, ladies? It's a song that makes you want to dance, move your yeah. feet, get busy. I think busy. I was actually like, bobbing my head as we were listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also because like I every like everything I do, um, there's a message in it. And it's about uniting as one and understanding, although while we're individuals, um, we are all united as one in this uh, family we call uh, humanity. Mm -hmm. So it's all about us coming together and loving one another and acknowledging that if we're going to make Mm -hmm. the world a better place. So, yeah, I think that's so awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. your album Hypocrisy kind of uh, deviates from everything else that is being written about, you know, drugs, sex, violence, Ooh. everything Ooh. like that. <laughs> but I think it's really awesome how you've chosen to make your album uh, relatable and it's about like spiritual fulfillment. So how, how was it writing your lyrics and recording? How did that whole process go? It was, I look at it as a cleansing. It was a spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, and I started writing actually for the first time, 2000. 2004 and I was I was the mascot for the Atlanta Braves for for all of you baseball fans out there if you're a baseball fan I was the big baseball head 
and his name was his name was Homer. And I was on my way to an appearance and I was going to meet some some kids and some adults also. But it's funny you pointed out the negativity in the lyrics. I was listening to the radio and a song came on just like that. And it was uh, it was a, a celebrity artist. It was a star. And mm-hmm. I won't say his name, but the, the <laughs> lyrics were very discouraging, very you know negative. You, <laughs> you know who you are. Yes. But I was I was disturbed by it because I had I had three children at the time. And I was like, this is something that I don't want my kids to listen to as they're growing up. Mm-hmm. But I said to myself, how can I complain when uh, God has given me the talent to, to counter it or do something about it? And I'm not. So I knew how to rap at the time. I just didn't do it because I was too busy focusing on acting. And at that very time, that's when I pulled when I pulled up at the red light because I was getting dressed. I was trying to get in my costume while I was driving, which you, you shouldn't do that either. But I was running late for my I was running late for my appearance and I was right around the corner. But I pulled up at the red light. And I started writing. I said, but there was no. I started writing at that time. I wrote my first rhyme in 2004. So, and I've been writing ever since. And it's just like my stage writing, my stage play, my screenwriting. Um, I'm always cleansing myself. So it's it, it gives me a great yeah, a great release. It's kind of like I talked about early in our earlier segment. Working out is uh, can mm-hmm. help you to yeah. to release negative energy or whatever. But writing does that for me too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And like, I feel like I feel like music is also kind of like that, where I'll be, you know, I'll be kind of upset about something that happened during my day, and then I'll I'll try and find something to play that'll you know push my mood back up. So, uh, speaking of you know like where the music really comes from, where did your passion for music come from? I think that. It, it, it started at conception, really. I think that music, music is for, music is for everybody. Everybody loves music. No matter who you are, that's something that's innate. And music moves the soul, moves the spirit. Like I, I made a comparison. I was listening to a spoken word artist, and the the, the artist compared drugs to music and we're talking about how dangerous drugs are right drugs are so for you say no to drugs of course we should should do that but music is more dangerous this artist said because all the drugs go right into your bloodstream Mm -hmm. and music goes into your spirit yeah, those are So you're instantly affected by music. So we as human beings we just have a, a natural um, desire, natural love, a natural infinity for music and for sound. We're moved that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's incredibly yeah. true. For it, sure. like, uh, it instills like a sort of hope. It instills, you know, mm-hmm. thoughts, creativity in us. I think that's totally true. That's crazy. If it's right, if the lyrics yeah. are good, if now yes. if mm-hmm. negativity now that it, it could all because there's power in words. And there when is. you put behind it, like that's called, it's called, I refer to it, it's referred to as NOMO, N-O-M-M-O, which is mm-hmm. the power of the word. So mm-hmm. you speak, um, you're a, you, ex, you speak everything into existence. So if you talk about bad, if you talk about bad things, then bad things generally happen. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. But if you speak good into the world, that good will come back to you. We also refer to it as karma. So mm-hmm. what you put in the world comes back to you. I think music yep. has that same effect. Music has the same effect because we have 
Now, in addition to those powerful words, we have nice beats behind yeah. it. There you so, go. Yeah. It's like a pulsating so, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we all have our favorite artists. I, I go through favorite artists like crazy. I'll become obsessed with another one. And then the next one, I'll, next day, I'll have another favorite artist. It's crazy. So who did you listen to when you were younger or who do you listen to now? Like, who's your favorite artist growing up? You know, something coming up in, in the project, um, I listen to all kinds of old school music, so to speak. And, um, and whatever, whatever my uncle played or my grandfather played on the radio, I listen, so, listen to. So you can go back and name music from the 50s or 60s, like even like Ray Charles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to a lot of Ray Charles. That's um, awesome. Now, what happened when I turned 15, um, I was I had my exposure was up until the age of 13 or 14. I listened to a lot of R&B, blues and hip hop. Then when I started working at Subway, um, which mm-hmm. I still love to this day, I love a good sub sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I, I refer to that like I refer to in my book. I refer to it as my subway music because I was broadened a bit and I started listening to rock and roll, soft nice. rock, hard rock, and, and, and you name it. So anything with positivity, I found that anything that has positive lyrics in it, I tend to gravitate towards me because, again, it goes back to what we are talking about. It makes you feel good. The stuff yeah. that makes you feel good is the stuff I love listening to. The stuff that disturbs my spirit is all of the negativity, the stuff promoting violence and drug use and abuse and everything. Mm-hmm. I'll say this one last thing, young ladies. I was in the about this. I was in the store last week or two weeks ago looking for an outfit and uh, uh-huh. a song that there was the music they were playing in there. I didn't appreciate. And mm-hmm. I understood because I'm in tap with my spirit. I understood why I was feeling badly. I started yeah. feeling I was like, oh my goodness, what's going on? I said, this is off. I have to get out of the store because of the stuff they were talking about. It was so negative. Mm-hmm. And I felt terribly about it. So I had to leave. So music is very powerful. Anything it's always that's good. good to be in tune with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's got to be, uh, they've got to get better soundtracks in these stores. You know, some of the popular <laughs> songs are just crazy. Yeah. Not exactly. You have the- out there. You have to just kind of go searching for it. But with the internet, yeah. It's good because there are artists out there. They're just not as popular because they're not getting the radio play as our superstar mm-hmm. artists are. But for some reason, our radio executives want to kind of continue to promote uh, a lot of negativity. We, yeah. As, yeah, we have a little bit of positivity, but more so negativity, I think, on radio. Yeah. And Speaking of positivity, uh, before we go, tell us a little bit about um, Blindsided by the Walking Dead, your one-man show. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Blindside by the Walking Dead is a combination of my two biggest projects. My mm-hmm. The biggest sports movie ever, The Blind Side, mm-hmm. um, which beat out my favorite movie of all time, which is... Oh, um, amazing. Rocky's my favorite movie. Now, Rocky is... Uh, oh, is, Rocky! Yeah, it's <laughs> my favorite movie. But uh, Blindside uh, beat it out at the box office. Oh, wow. And, so I was, you know, so I was, I was a part of that movie, and, and mm-hmm. this greatest compliment I feel, and The Walking Dead, which is the biggest show in basic cable history. So I just combined yeah. the names and uh, came up with my one man show. And my one man show is about truth and love, and, and uh, again, us like my show, hypocrisy, us loving each other. Yeah, our mm-hmm. driving force. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I in I I have about twenty characters on stage and I do some dancing, I do some rap, I do some spoken word, I have lots of drama, I have some stand up comedy, and I'm I'm really sweaty and the stage is sweaty when I'm done because I work so hard on the stage yeah. to get that message of truth and love out there. And a lot of people get it when it's all said and done. I think that's so cool. That's awesome that you're doing that. I think we need more people like that out there. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> It's true, yeah. It is true. We need more well, people like you. We do. I mean, we just need more people like you. <laughs> like all of us, though. Look at what you're doing. Yeah. If yeah. Right now, and you're talking about positivity, so you're keeping it going. We're all, we're like a big, a big chain. You know, we're all linked together. And if, big old bottle so, of love. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So if, if we all do our part, then everything else will just fall into place, but it's unfortunate that so many people out there are not doing their part, but there are people out there doing it, like you, Brigitte, and you, Asia. So I applaud yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, these are some wise words from Irony, but it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. This has been an awesome discussion. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. You two are wonderful. So I know I look forward to an interview, like in the future, when you're oh, yes. going off to college, perhaps, and you become oh, adults. Yeah. You know, and 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 you you you've gone on to accomplish bigger and better. So you you're great. Definitely. And we're cheering you on. We're cheering you on and everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, if you guys want to check out Irony's album Hypocrisy in iTunes, you guys can check that out and listen to the rest of his album. Also, check out his website Iron E Singleton. That's I R O N e singleton.com and follow him on twitter at iron e singleton i know i am so that means you guys should too during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity i'm asia gonzalez and i'm brigitte Gia. don't forget to visit our newly refurbished website and we think you'll love it when we come back we will continue our inspiring conversations Stay with us for more empowerment and entertainment on the wonderful gift of sleep. Uh, thank you so much, Irony. Thank you. You guys continue to love each other. Be nice to each other. No bullying out there. Respect <laughs> each other. Love one another. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of sleep. So we have our book smart reporter with us today. Hello, Maria. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be back on Express Yourself, especially with this week's theme. And I know it might be a little bit odd to be discussing books about sleep, but this year in my honors English course, we really analyzed the role of sleep in the novel The Awakening by Kate Chopin. And even before reading this, I thought this would be such a cool read as it's been regarded as one of the first feminist works of all time, written in 1889. And the novel focuses on an unhappy housewife. Her name is Edna Puntelier, and she's utterly controlled by her husband and seeks self-liberation through sexual, emotional, and artistic means. Now, before really getting down to the topic of sleep and analyzing it, I have a quick question for both of you. Do you feel like after sleeping, you have a clearer conscious or state of mind? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my mind has just been well rested. Maybe after like five minutes, though, before you know, <laughs> the grokkiness. Five years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That's what um, we were discussing in my English class, whether Edna sort of had this clearer conscious that she was more awakened after sleeping and was more ready to go towards her true objectives or, of self-liberation or if sleep, in fact, blurred her objectives and um, hindered her journey towards self-liberation. And we really argued this throughout the course of the novel, and it's a short story, about 200 pages, but we're not really sure if either side is truly right, as there's so much evidence for both. Um, For example, at the start, Edna refuses to acquiesce to her husband, Leonce Pontillier's wishes to go to sleep for showing her first signs of defiance towards her husband. Rather, Rather, she wants to sleep outside, and afterwards, she says that she feels like she's been awakened out of a gradual dream, hence realizing her true reality that she wants to get away from this marriage and have her own individual life. And this can also be seen in other parts of the novel. Um, While sleeping on an island in the middle of the novel, she realizes that, quote, her present self was in some way different from the other self, and that wasn't where she really wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So from that side of the argument, we were like, yeah, she's definitely going towards her true objectives. But on the other hand, she does sort of have this sense of grogginess and deliriousness after sleeping, and her objectives don't really seem to be towards self-liberation and working on that independently, rather using um, her like physical prowess and just her role as a woman. For example, when a particular fellow, I'll say Arabin, expresses an interest in her kissing her hand while she's a married woman, which is a very big deal at this time. Um, <laughs> Edna sends him home and sleeps. However, when she awakens, she realizes that she can use him for her own benefit for both financial and emotional and physical means. So, yeah, that part doesn't really seem like she's being independent, having Mm self-liberation. And however, though we debated over this for a long time, I've come to my personal opinion that Edna does truly awaken after, after sleeping and that she does realize her true goals. And even though her motives might not always be correct, she really does realize that she wants to have her own freedom and live her own life without a husband and without the societal constraints of being a woman at that time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, I do think this was a really great read, even though we read it in English class. I think I'd read it outside of class as it really has a strong female character that you're rooting for who is searching for her place in society. That's really cool. So are there any, um, this is actually a really uh, empowering book from the sound of it. Yes. Um, 
seeing that somebody you know, uses her uh, experiences or kind of takes control over the fact that she doesn't want to be this kind of person anymore. So she seeks out to find a different um, version of herself, which is, I think, what a lot of us go through in life. Um, and I think it's also when we're able to read about that and see another fictional character that we look up to doing that. So are there any books that are similar to this kind of novel? Yes, definitely. There's one by the author herself, Kate Chopin. It's called The Story of an Hour. It mm-hmm. sort of has the same basis where it's an unhappy wife who is trying to find her own way, but it has a little bit of a different ending. There's also The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. yeah, a really interesting read about sort of this woman's mental illness. But I think how it's mm-hmm. similar is that they're both trying to find themselves and they both go through really interesting means to get there. Nice. Yeah. Jar's main character does need a little bit more sleep. Yes. <laughs> Very true. All right. So we were talking about again, like the whole the book takes place in you know um, a, a more ancient society. Well, not ancient, but like a more dated society. So yeah. how is view? Uh, how is sleep viewed in modern society today? Well, at least for me, just as a high school student and talking to other people my age, the saying is sleep is for the weak and uh, just basically Coffee. sleep is, yes, sleep yes. Is, I think sleep's viewed more as a necessity, especially just like as a student, you're always focusing on going, 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 grades, extracurriculars, and it's not really a time to sort of settle down and like as Edna does, sort of like awaken and get a clearer state of mind. Rather, it's just something that you need for your body to keep on going (laughs) like coffee yes (laughs) yeah it's crazy how that's what our society views sleep as now because um I remember in I think it was my freshman year of high school we were doing some studies in English class uh about statistics which is really funny because we're studying statistics in English class but uh we were talking about how in reality students really need more sleep than you think they do because we're always going throughout the day. Our minds are always working for eight hours straight throughout our first half of the day. And then when we go home, we still have homework and studying to do. So we really need like nine to 10 hours of sleep to fully recuperate after all of that studying and homework and, and thinking throughout the day. So it's really quite uh, insane how much sleep we actually do need. Yeah, I do actually think it's really urgent. I was talking to somebody who was telling me about an MIT um, research report that showed that people who get less than six hours of sleep consecutively are running on a blood alcohol content of about 0.8%, uh-huh. which is the oh limit. So <laughs> yeah. it's just crazy and to think how your body is actually running. With it's that. insane because if you think about it, sleep deprivation is actually a form of torture. Like it is, it's crazy. And a lot of people really think that sleep is overrated, but I think it's underrated. What do you think? I definitely agree with you. I think it's underrated, especially just with our age group in general, Mm -hmm. since um, sleep is just sort of, as I said before, just more of a necessity. People don't get that much. And um, yeah, I think people don't really know the side effects really, or like (laughs) don't fully realize the side (laughs) effects and like, of just having um, not enough sleep. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And like, oh, I heard I heard something along the lines of they did some kind of study and apparently um, kids our age or kids around high school to college need around maybe eight to nine 
hours of sleep and like people are getting six to seven right to talk to someone they're like yeah you know I got three hours of sleep last night I'm like are you all right you're like (laughs) how are you not asleep right now you know (laughs) and like I talked to a friend of mine yeah I talked to a friend of mine and she you know she did so much studying that she can no longer get to sleep at a normal you know hour in the night Mm -hmm. so how do you help yourself you know go to sleep and how do you get into that like relaxed mind zone um well for me definitely not looking at my phone before I go to sleep (laughs) yeah just because yeah not only for like the reason that they say you know like the blue light like Mm -hmm. we automatically are more awakened by that but also the fact that I'll just go on my phone and get sucked into this vortex of social media and all (laughs) of that yes (laughs) but for me just like um having Mm -hmm. like this might be sort of odd like a glass of milk beforehand that's sort of like a family tradition thing we have I've heard that works actually yeah yes and then um sort of just like resting I can't read either because then I'll just I'll (laughs) just be reading the entire book I can't do that. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. I think, you know, I've tried that before just to see if I could just maybe let myself fall asleep with a book in my hand. But I'll, uh, I'll start reading. <laughs> and I'll look at my clock. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I realize that I've gotten, like, halfway through the book already, which is a bad idea. <laughs> no, I think exactly. I did it once. I did it once in first grade with, like, a math textbook. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it's not impossible <laughs> yeah that's crazy I think the phone thing is an issue too you know, we're always looking at our phones and definitely that blue light like you said Maria that blue light keeps us awake yes. um, while we're looking at our phones so we gotta do something about that you know definitely turn off your phone or put it on silent or the do not disturb setting um, so mm-hmm. you can get to sleep and um, I think it's just good to also not eat before you go to sleep because then your digestive system is working to get all that all that food digested so your body's working extra hard but uh sadly we have no more time so thank you maria for this segment always enjoy yeah we always enjoy having you on the show but uh we don't have any more time so thanks to star style productions cynthia bryan be the star you are and our voice america kids crew especially our engineer matt Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Tia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, get some shut-eye, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars get shine. Between the lines If you would let yourself